You're listening to Kickin' the Panties, your weekly motivational podcast for getting unstuck, recommitted, or newly engaged in a life worth living. Season 2. This one's about love. I'm Becca Kelly, mama extraordinaire and badass boss lady. And I'm Carol, dating coach with a brand new YouTube channel, Ask Carol and Ashley. Are you ready for a swift kick in the panties? (laughs) Boundaries. Boundaries. The all-important boundaries. Yep. Psychology Today says boundaries can be defined as the limits we set with other people, which indicate what we find acceptable and unacceptable in their behavior towards us. And you know what? I think this is possibly the most important conversation we're going to have all season long. And not just in terms of romantic relationships, like understanding what's acceptable to you in your life and communicating that to the loved ones around you. Like that's what makes you a whole and healthy person. Like mm-hmm. there's, there, if you do that, there will be no more feeling uncomfortable in your relationships once you get clear on how you expect to be treated and when you're able to communicate those expectations clearly to those that you're intimate with. You know, that's that's like when you're hashtag winning. Yeah, hashtag couple goals. Yeah. No, it's, it's true. Like uh, I think that people don't really think about their boundaries a lot. And, you know, I think that we know when people are crossing our boundaries, but we're, we're really uncomfortable with setting boundaries and keeping boundaries and, and relationships, it can be difficult to set boundaries because we want so badly for the other person to like us or even in our other relationships, we want people to like us. So we say yes when we, when we mean no, and we accept behavior that is destructive to our emotional or even physical well-being. Oh yeah. You don't, I, I have a thing about disappointing people. Like I never want people to feel disappointed by anything that I do ever and that comes mm. up all the time because even when I've done some nothing wrong or I've I've acted reasonably sometimes people are disappointed and it really doesn't have anything to do with me and I can like take that and run with it and create a boundaryless situation that is like not serving anyone yeah when we accept bad behavior from someone but don't address it we completely give our power away and we lose our autonomy and we are no longer driving the boat no longer driving the boat girl you have given the wheel to someone else and a lot of people when they're in relationships they describe this as like losing myself like i feel like i lost myself and i feel like so many people Probably all of us have felt that in a relationship at some point. Like, how did I get here? Like, I don't even recognize myself anymore. Oh, yeah, definitely. By the way, I might be giving some little coughs throughout this episode. Not feeling well. Pray for me, guys, (laughs) that I don't have the coronavirus. (laughs) That'll really date this episode. Yeah, Yeah, right. Listen back and be like, hey, remember coronavirus? (laughs) Remember that? Or it'll be like, like the bird flu. It'll be like, oh, shit, like someone will be listening to this from like another planet and they'll be like, oh, coronavirus. That's how everybody went out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Patient zero in Tampa. Exactly. It was me. So I think we both have some tips to kind of navigate boundaries and discover what our boundaries are and how to set them. Yeah. My first tip is to get some self-awareness. What are your deal breakers? What are you willing and unwilling to accept? So I'm not talking about the superficial, he's got to be at least six foot type of deal breaker. I'm talking about behaviors that are deal breakers. To be able to enforce boundaries, you have to know what they are. What are you not willing to accept in your life? These deal breakers should reflect your values. For instance, one of my values is respect. And a deal breaker of mine, if you used to let someone call me out of my name. Another one is yelling or raising your voice at me. 
And when I didn't adhere or respect my own boundaries, I let exes call me a bitch or a whore and I was angry at them, but I should have been angry at myself. I never said, don't speak to me that way or anything to let them know that that was unacceptable. I just called them names or said hurtful things in return. So to start, you can make a list of your deal breakers or just take some time to think about the things you're unwilling to accept. As situations arise, you set more and more boundaries as relationships progress. You will know right away in your gut whether someone has stepped over the line of how you demand to be treated, right? Like, don't you feel it if someone crosses you? Yes, of or, course. That, you know. that, that is coming up in my set of tips a little later. But yes, of course. And I think like, my number one tip was exactly the same as yours, you know, to kind of do this audit and to think about the times in your life where others' actions made you feel uncomfortable and examine like what the stem of that cause is, right? So Mm -hmm. like, and it doesn't just have to be romantic relationships. Like one thing that I thought of is a lot of people have this one where, you know, maybe it comes up that if you, you know, that if someone doesn't return your call or return your text, it starts to like weigh on you and bug you and keep you up on night. And sometimes like we, we take someone else's actions like that and we assume the worst. We're like, Mm -hmm. oh, they're mad at me. They're upset with me. I've done something wrong. And then we start like spinning our wheels on it. And that could be that in the past, someone's ignored you or someone's like set you up with that, that kind of bad behavior or these strange expectations. But you shouldn't just ignore it and let it persist. Like if this is something that bothers you, you should mention it to the friend or to the person you're dating or to someone in your family. Like after waiting a day or two, a reasonable amount of time for them to respond to the question you've asked or whatever you've said, you might just be direct and say like, hey, is everything okay? You didn't respond to my last couple texts. Like there's no, nothing wrong with putting yourself out there. And I think sometimes that's how we feel. It's like, oh, Mm -hmm. I can't, I can't let them know that I'm upset. But this is what setting a boundary is. That's what it takes is you have to let someone know when they've upset you or they're just going to continuously upset you and not know that they've done that. Right. That's so true. It's like I think about like my bad relationships in the past. And it's so true. It's like you just accept like when someone does something that you don't like, it's so easy to just retaliate. Instead of just saying, hey, that hurt my feelings or, hey, you know, I don't like to be treated like that, which is a more difficult conversation because it, you know, it makes you vulnerable on, you know, your true feelings. And I think a lot of times instead of saying our true feelings, we get caught in like this trap of just retaliating. Like if someone, you know, you text someone and they haven't responded in an amount of time that you think they should have responded instead of like texting them back a little later, like, hey, or having a conversation with them, like Becca suggesting like, hey, I would appreciate if you gave me some sort of response when I text you. Instead of doing that, you just like wait for them to text you back and then ignore them for right. three days or, you're or like, like however yeah, long. Delete them from your contacts or something. It's just right. like a shit sandwich of retaliation instead of ever actually defining those limits or those boundaries. And, you know, you said something interesting about like how vulnerable you feel when you're setting the boundaries. But I really think that that vulnerability comes from not being certain about the boundaries you're setting. So Mm. like in this first tip, if you are really getting down with yourself to the nitty gritty to say like, this is the shit that I care about. This is a a deal breaker for me, for friends, family, whatever. Like if they're not going to respect this, they can move on and I'm comfortable with where I'm coming from, then you're not going to feel vulnerable. You're going to feel empowered. You're just going to say, no, you're not going to do that to me. And you do it again, 
we're going to have an issue, you know? And so I think like coming from that place of power rather than coming from this place of fear, like we always think, well, if I say that to them, maybe they'll walk away. Well, maybe they will. Yeah. And that's a good thing. And that would actually be good for you. So, you know, I think, I think ultimately, you know, thinking about how a relationship could be or thinking like, you know what? Like, I don't want to be friends with someone that's going to blow me off. I want to have friends that are going to respond to me. I want to have people that care enough to read my messages or have hear mm-hmm. my voicemails and fucking call me back. Like, is that wrong? You know? True. And then once you get to that point, I think you you really do feel empowered to to set the boundary and ask for what you want and what you need. Yeah, and like you were saying before that when you are practiced in setting boundaries, that's when you become a whole person. And that's so true because us talking about this vulnerability thing um, really made me think um, a little bit more deeply. And while you were saying that, I was thinking, oh, you know what? Like I felt most like that, like I was like it would have been like I would have been being vulnerable when I was in bad relationships and when I wasn't that confident about myself or that sure of myself in the first place. Right. Because when I started dating Paul, I was a lot more able to just be like, no, like this is not what I want. Like, no, don't do, you know, don't do this or I don't like when you, you had do the that experience or whatever. Too. You know, you're like, I've been through this so many times before that I'm coming right. to this relationship knowing for sure that I don't want those things. And so mm-hmm. you did have a confidence to say like, uh-uh, not again. Right. All right, what's number two? So my number two is remember that you are the most important person in your life and your opinion of yourself matters more than any others. Preach. So so many times, like I said before, once emotions get involved, especially when we're dating, we do things that go against our own interests because we want someone to like us and we feel uncomfortable saying no. We feel uncomfortable saying, no, I don't want to go back to your place. No, I'm not ready to meet your family. No, you just can't stand me up and expect to me to jump at the chance of seeing you again. No, you can't spend the night. It seems like these things should be easy to just say, um, and it should be easy to say what we don't want, but it's not. Sometimes we're too afraid to hurt someone's feelings or that if we say no, they won't like us anymore. And this is kind of what we were talking about, that kind of feeling of like, oh, if I if I say something, maybe, maybe they'll leave. Right. And the result of sticking to your boundaries may hurt someone's feelings. It may hurt someone's feelings. It might make someone angry at you or they might try to convince you that you're being unreasonable, but resist the urge to give in just to placate them. Someone who is pushing your boundaries consistently is not someone you want to be with. If someone doesn't respect your boundaries, they don't respect you. So you have to make sure that you're respecting yourself. You might lose some assholes along the way, but they weren't meant for you anyway. If you let someone cross a boundary, it's going to feel shitty and you're going to be angry And maybe you'll be angry at the person who crossed you, but you'll also be angry at yourself because you allowed it. And that's way more hurtful and damaging in the end. Right. Like, like at the end of the day, when you let someone treat you like shit, like, yeah, you're upset at that person. But deep down, you're also like, how did I allow this person to do this? Like, where was my head at? Well, we've we've talked so much about forgiveness, you know, on this Mm -hmm. pod, like we talk about what it takes to forgive and so often that conversation is framed around what it takes to forgive someone else. You know, you someone crossed a boundary over and over again. Someone hurt you. And after you split with them, everyone talks about how you need to forgive to move on. And your instinct mm-hmm. is like, well, I'm not, I don't want to fucking forgive this person. I don't want to forgive them for the things that they did to me. But that's not what they mean. What they mean is that, that you need to get to a place where you can forgive yourself for allowing the treatment. And that really does come from, again, this very important step of setting boundaries. If you don't tell people how you expect to be treated, 
then you cannot be surprised when they do not treat you the way that you want, you know, and that's just, just really that simple. And, um, you know, to your, to your point, my number two, so you said, uh, you might lose some assholes along the way. And that is exactly where I took this. I said, you know, expect some people to walk away Mm -hmm. or force you to push them away when you boundary check, because not everyone will be comfortable with you asserting yourself in a clear way. Um, And I say many people have a lot of baggage around this issue and around feeling worthy enough to set boundaries in their own life Mm -hmm. and will resent your attempt at clarity. And that's why I say this is, you know, one of the most important things we're going to talk about because this issue really is pervasive. (laughs) A lot of people cannot set boundaries. It's like a cultural, yeah, Yeah. it's a cultural thing here that, um, especially with, and you know, I don't want to gender it necessarily because I think everybody has trouble, but I think women... especially American women and you know I can speak to our culture but yeah are taught not to assert themselves and not to establish um boundaries Mm -hmm. so you know you might have people in your life that are thriving on drama or gray areas and it will implode them if you call them out on what they're doing which is exactly what you should do and you know the first time every time and clearly and without explosive emotion you just need to speak to what it is that people are doing and how they are crossing your boundaries and how they are pushing your buttons. And of course it can be hard, you know, and yeah. especially if you have longstanding precedents of mistreatment in your relationships with people, mm-hmm. you know, once you decide to establish a new course, like you just have to tell them directly and they may not respond well to that if it's something new. Like for instance, you might say to a family member, I know in the past you've come over my house without calling first and I've I've never minded. I've never said anything about it and I really didn't mind, but I'm trying to be more disciplined with my schedule now. So if you don't mind calling before you come, I'd really appreciate it. You know, that's not, that's not threatening. That's not, not nice. Like you're still saying, I welcome you over. You're still saying, I want you to come. You're just saying, could you please call first? You're changing the dynamics around what you expect. Mm -hmm. And as long as you're clear, kind, and reasonable, there should be no reason for someone to be angry about that. And if they are, it's probably their problem. You know, so their problem. Yeah. Yeah. I say, let them go if they want to go. Like the whole idea of this is finding people who are going to respect and agree with your boundaries. And unfortunately, like this new system you've created may not agree with, with everybody that is in your old orbit. But if you're being honest, like, have you been happy with yourself in that orbit, in those relationships. And like, Mm -hmm. if you haven't and you're listening to this and you're thinking, God, I really need to set some boundaries with all these assholes in my life who are habitual line steppers. Okay. Well then maybe it's time for them to take a backseat and to bring in some new relationships that, you know, can follow the, the dynamics that would really make you feel at peace and happy and whole. It's so true because it's like the more and more you just accept bullshit from someone, the, the harder and harder it gets to call them out on it and the worse and worse you feel for it. So I think that what you said, what was it like? Clear, unreasonable. You said something clear, yeah, reasonable. clear, kind and reasonable, right? Clear, kind and reasonable. I think that's a great like thing to keep in mind. Like don't be super emotional when you are talking about it. Just break it down. Like, Hey, I don't like when you do X, Y, and Z point blank period. Like just leave it at that. Yeah. So that kind of goes to my third point, which is teach people how to treat you. So when I was younger, I didn't understand that quote, you teach people how to treat you. And I didn't understand it because I did allow people to treat me badly. And I would think, well, how can you stop someone from treating you bad? But the answer is clear. Just stop fucking with them. Right. <laughs> to me, Remove that your option, presence from their life. <laughs> right. Exactly. 
to me, that option seemed like completely out of question. Like I was, I would think like, do you mean even though I really like this person, I'm supposed to just cut them off and leave? And yes, for your own sanity and self-worth, you have to kick them out of your life. Your feelings are more important than theirs, like I said before. Um, so don't go along with something you don't want because you don't want to hurt someone else's feelings because in the process, you're hurting your own. Right. So, so if someone crosses the line, tell them, clear, kind. <laughs> what? Reasonable. <laughs> clear, kind, reasonable. Like if someone stands you up, you say, look, you wasted my time on Saturday and you should have told me sooner that you couldn't make dinner. I want to be with someone who respects my time. So if it continues to happen, it's going to be a problem. So if you say, you know, you say something like that and someone is like, oh, what do you mean? Oh, I told you before the date was supposed to start and they're trying to argue with you, then you already are getting some hints that this person probably isn't going to be the one that you should continue to right. date or be with. Like every time you set a boundary, if someone is pushing up against it or telling you that your boundary is wrong or, you know, just ignoring it altogether, that's your cue to get them out of your life and not be afraid to just walk away from people who aren't treating you right. Well, and we're not saying there should be like no negotiation around boundaries. Like right. there are times where you will meet someone that's very well suited to you and there may be a boundary or two that you both want to enforce that are not aligned. And mm -hmm. in that case, you do have to compromise, you know, and you do have to decide if it's worth it. You know, like this is a boundary I have. That's a boundary you have. But everything else is great. So we can work together to maybe meet in the middle on this. And I think right. like, you know, also part of, being whole and healthy is being able to accept other people's boundaries too and not continuously be pushing and pressing your own agenda on everybody you meet. But if someone does give you a negative reaction to what you're saying, like say you lay out a boundary and then they respond, like you said, with some kind of, you know, overblown, like dramatic mm -hmm. response. If you're questioning the boundary that you set, you can always just use that and say, was I clear? Was I kind? And was I reasonable? Right. And like in, in the situation you just gave, like, yes, all three, like mm -hmm. very much so, you know, like that is not unreasonable to ask someone to not stand you up last minute when you're supposed to go out for a date. Like that right. sucks when it happens to everyone. And if this person has never been told before that that's a shitty way to act, like you're doing them a favor by telling them that. <laughs> True. And right? I think a good, a good way to decide what's reasonable and unreasonable is to go back to thinking about your values. Like, what do you value? And as, I think as long as like whatever your boundary is, is lining up with your values, like you value your time. So it is reasonable for you to expect someone to respect your time. Because right. that's something you value or you you value your personal space. So if one of your boundaries is like you don't always want to be like hugged up in public or whatever, like if one of your values or one of it, something that matters to you is personal space, then you're not being unreasonable because that's something that matters to you. You know what I mean? Yeah, so definitely. So I and think. Getting, yeah, go ahead. I was, I was going to getting clear on those values is that's why that's so important. Right. Because once you're really clear and solid on the values, then you don't question the second part. Right. Exactly. Cool. Well, you said this earlier too, and we alluded to it, but my number three is follow your gut. So your body, you know, your body will always, always, always tell you when a boundary is mm -hmm. being crossed. 
You will physically feel uncomfortable or sick when someone is treating you in a way that you do not approve of. Right. And when you feel disrespected, it's really easy to feel angry or embarrassed or small, like a whole run of emotions you can feel. Mm -hmm. But the trick with this and the trick to becoming stronger is taking those feelings and putting them to good use. It's like, don't let someone shit all over you over and over again, just because it's hard to stand up for yourself. Like, yeah, it's hard. Okay, well, <laughs> prioritize yourself. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. You know, even though it's hard, you will ultimately feel good to empower yourself to be your own hero. And mm -hmm. I personally, like I've spent years in therapy trying to figure this out, how to be direct, how to set boundaries and not right. just in relation, like all my relationships. Like I am I'm such a classic case of the person who just, you know, something is said or something is done. I feel really uncomfortable with it. I'm like sick over it. And for some reason, I just struggle with the next step of like addressing just it. letting that person know yeah you know and so what I've learned you know through years of therapy and just like working on this is you know I, I still have a lot to learn <laughs> that's one thing I've learned but <laughs> the trick is as soon as you feel it you have to address it because if you give mm -hmm. yourself any amount of time to mull it over you're gonna feel weird about it and then you're gonna be like oh well it now it's weird to bring it up yeah. yeah, I mean, it was fine. Like, next time they do it, I'll bring it up. Like, it would mm -hmm. be weird to bring it up two days later. Like, I don't want them to think that I've been thinking about it for two days. It's not that big of a deal. It really has to just be, like, that second you feel that emotion of, like, oh, that was wrong. That's that's shitty. You know, something yeah. happened. Um, then you just have to address it, you know. And it, it is hard, but if you just do it quickly, then you're in it, and it's over, and you feel a sigh of relief, and you feel, you know, better. Sometimes it was just easier for me, like if I'm emotional, like I might say like the next day, like, hey, that got out of hand or right. hey, this X, Y, this is how I feel about this. Because it's sometimes I just need to calm down emotionally to be able to uh, communicate. Sure. I think that if you if you do mull it over for too long, then you're right. Like you're going to find some kind of reason, especially if you struggle with it, you're definitely going to find a reason on why you don't have to address it. <laughs> it yeah. happens all the time like oh yeah oh, definitely that big of a deal or but if it's eating you up inside you got to bring it up you have to you gotta be up. a big girl and bring it yep. up and because you know a lot of times people surprise you with their boundary crossing and you're not expecting it and then it right. happens and you don't really have like the wherewithal in the moment like mm -hmm. like I'm thinking more of like you know if you're talking to someone like like that's why text can be nice sometimes or emails can be nice like because you can take a second to like read through what they said and think about mm -hmm. it and then respond where sometimes when you're talking to someone and someone does something or like pushes you in a way you don't like, you don't really know what happened. And so, you know, sometimes you do have to like process what happened and then go back and address it. But the sooner the better is all I'm saying. It's true. Paul has this friend who we're really close with and he said some really like shady shit in a, in a group setting uh, directed towards not really well I'll just say what he said so Chase my new son is mixed Paul's white and my older son Cortland is black and so this guy like made the, he's Mexican and he made this joke and he was like oh uh, Chase is so much cuter than Court because he's half white and we were in like a big group setting Ugh. and like Everyone was like kind of uncomfortable, like with just the the conversation just kind of rolled forward. Like everybody was drinking, and right. I did, I was so taken aback that I didn't say anything in the moment. But and I know he was joking, but it was just like 
not cool not cool at all and i didn't say anything in that moment and he lives in orlando we live in tampa so i didn't see him for months and for months right. i was heated like every time his name would get brought up i was so angry about it like one time he spent the night at our house and i didn't know because it was like a late night thing and i didn't even want to go downstairs and talk to him like i was so pissed off right <laughs> so finally i just had to be like hey like a couple of months ago few months ago probably like five months ago at this when I actually got a chance to talk to him I was like you did x y and z and it really pissed me off and I had to get it off my chest because it was gonna just fast kill me yeah so it's like what the more you wait the more it's gonna eat you up basically. did he apologize oh yeah and he was like oh I was you know I was so drunk I don't even remember saying that and I know yeah. that he's not I don't know racist or anything but it was just fucked up <laughs> Well, it's a perfect example, too, because ultimately, like, this idiot got drunk, said something stupid, and never thought about it again, and right. it was tearing Meanwhile, you up for five months because you yeah. didn't, you know, you didn't set your boundaries with him. So, like, that's the point, is that you do this for yourself, not, like, as much as you do it for other people, you do it for yourself, because otherwise, you are just living uncomfortably, you right. know, and that is what we want everyone here listening and us to just stop doing yeah and I think exactly. too like the the last thing I'll say about this too is you know once you start working on this like the hardest part is like we said like us going back and readdressing boundaries that you have been letting people cross for mm -hmm. years decades sometimes and trying to get those people on like a new page with you but once you establish these things for yourself and you feel more confident you any new relationship you have is so much easier to start with like I'm thinking about all the bad boundaries that I've, I've set like in my business life and it's got all wishy-washy and gray and I've gotten all fucked up about it and now like when I hire people I do two things I first I give them a list of all the shit that I hate that people do I'm like look I'm hiring <laughs> you these are things that people that have worked for me in the past have done that I find totally unacceptable and like I'm just gonna be really straight with you you right. do this you will get fired. Done. Right. Like I don't mess around in, with these five things. And then I say, and I also, you know, I really pride myself on being the type of boss that you can come to if you're not happy here. So mm -hmm. if there is something you want to share with me, if you think that I'm doing something stupidly or like you have a, an idea of how things could be better or more peaceful or whatever, right. like please bring that to me. I really welcome your complaints and I welcome your honest reactions and responses to what it's like to work in this environment and I want it to be great for everyone so please 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 let me know and wouldn't and it be great do. if relationships work like that like if you could oh just be God. like yeah listen you can come to me with your complaints these are my expectations <laughs> yes but like why can't they be like that you know like yeah. it's almost like like you want to say to your partner in a romantic relationship you want to say like hey I want you to tell me if you're feeling off about something and I'm right. not gonna I'm freak up. out yeah you know I'm not gonna freak out I promise like you can come and talk to me because that is the biggest problem is that you start feeling like you can't talk to somebody right because when you do try to talk to them they act crazy and you don't want to deal with it so then yeah. you stop talking to them you know yeah, if that's the case, you definitely like we like we said before, uh, you're gonna lose assholes along the way, and that's like a prime example of an asshole that you would you should lose out of your life if yeah, you feel like right. you can't talk to them. I've been in and I've been in relationships like that before where it's like every time you try to address a problem, instead of the problem being addressed, it just turns into like a crazy argument where we're not even talking about the problem anymore and now we're just 
bringing up random shit to hurt each other and it just gets all crazy and it's like that's like a great sign that this isn't the person that you should be with or you know this is a person you should limit your contact with if it's like a family family member or something right Right. um if they can't just have a mature conversation with you about what you are willing to accept in your life and what you're not yeah well you know i will say like um you know my husband is very good at boundary setting, like he, he tries, you Mm -hmm. know, it's not comfortable for him, but he tells me when I do something messed up, he lets me know about it. And it is hard to get that feedback sometimes, you know, like I, I feel immediately defensive. Like Mm -hmm. if he tells me I did something that hurt his feelings or that was rude or whatever, and it's not often that these things happen, you know, because we do have like pretty good boundaries set up in our relationship from the the beginning. But of course, new things happen or old things happen, you know, and it's just whatever, a function of being busy or you're not paying attention and Mm -hmm. someone needs to remind you sometimes. Um, But I do, I feel that immediately. I always want to go like, you're wrong. What are you talking about? Like, I didn't do that. You know, that's just like your base reaction to yep. being called out is to <clears throat> act up. But you said it maturity. Like as you yeah. grow, you have to be going, you have to go, okay, obviously you're bringing this to my attention because you really feel it. You know, we have the foundation where I know that you're not just going to bring stupid shit to my attention. So you right. this must really be a big deal. And now I have to do the apologizing or explaining, you know, and, and that's what has to happen to keep things in line for everybody mm-hmm. on both sides. So true. Okay, so here's the homework. Ladies and gentlemen, are you someone who always prioritizes others' needs above your own? Do you struggle with saying no and setting personal boundaries? Well, my friends, this week say no to something you do not want to do and do not make an excuse. Just say simply, no, thank you. Or no, I can't help with that this week. And see how liberating it is to set one, one simple boundary around your time. Someone asks you to take their shift at work. Yeah. One tiny no. Someone asks you to take their shift at work. Say no. Someone asks Mm -hmm. you for your number. Say no. Someone asks you for a dollar on the street. Say no. Practicing the all powerful no can be a great way to begin asserting very simple boundaries. And you should all, if you have trouble saying no, this is a great week to just try it one freaking time and see how you feel it's gonna feel good yeah definitely all right so that's it for this week next week we do have a Q&A from Britt you're gonna read that yes it says hi Becca and Carolyn I'm learning that traditional relationships monogamous single partner relationships are not going to work for me unfortunately years of being raised in a society that pushes this type of relationship on us all keeps popping keeps popping its head up when I try to explore new styles of relationships. Do you have any suggestions on ways I can unlearn and break down some of the expectations that come along with these learned traditional relationship behaviors? I do not, but by next week, I'm going to come up with something. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's hard. It's, it's what hard a difficult to question. Any, this is not I mean, a softball. There's so many things we need to unlearn that society teaches us, that being one of them. So... Yeah. Yeah, we'll talk about that next time. Unlearning things. Yeah, we, we, we really focus on learning new things on this podcast, but maybe sometimes we need to talk about what we need to unlearn. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. All right, well, for this week, uh, this has been Carol and Becca saying, There is something more and you are not out of time. Mm-hmm.
kicking the panties. To say no. Oh, you want a blowjob? A <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> Unless you want to give blowjobs, in which case, just do whatever you feel. <laughs> 